Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Stan Romanek is a hugely complex and controversial individual who, by his own account, has experienced just about every kind of alien encounter it is possible to have. This even includes being put out to stud to breed human-alien hybrids. It was more than we could cover in just one episode, so join us again this week for part two of the Stan Romanek story on Aliens Explored. Welcome back listeners to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast where we look at UFOs, UAPs, otherworldly visitations and all manner of strange goings on. I am one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. And this week we are continuing talking about uh, a very, very interesting um, case of Stan Romanek, who's had so much happen to him, we can't fit it into one episode. We couldn't fit it into one, so we, and, and, and of course our tendency to, to go off topic and waffle, uh, uh, yeah, we just run out of time. We did. Uh, but uh, no, last week we, I think we gave a good sort of overview of the things that's that's happened to him. Um, mm. But this week it, it'd be good to go into a bit more detail, or a lot more detail, uh, if we can. That yeah. would be brilliant. Um, now, with Stan, so, so if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I would go back and listen to that first. That's episode 51. Mm. Um and, and yeah, so have a listen to that and then come back and listen to this one. Or listen to them the other way around. I'm not your boss. <laughs> Do it however you feel. Um, so, he, his experience has started, as I understand it, around the year 2000. That's what I understood as well. And... His videoing and photographing of UFOs occurred at the same time. Uh, yes. Uh, w- was the first one when he was on his way somewhere and he saw lots of cars pulled over to the side of the road and he he yes. uh, pulled up to see what it was and saw something in the sky and got his camera out and 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 videoed this this kind of double orb thing. Yeah, that's. Well, I don't know if that was his first UFO experience. I mean, and I suppose we ought to add in for um, covering all bases. Uh, this is when he first became aware of UFOs. Mm. Um, I'm not going to bother saying allegedly. Let's assume I'm saying allegedly every other word on this podcast. Well, and Neil, same <laughs> for Neil, because yeah. that'll save us saying it over and over again. Everything is alleged. Mm. It's we're not saying it as fact. Um, but yeah, this is when his. Fa- but 
so many people see UFOs. I I guarantee you, at some point in your life, Neil, you will have seen UFOs. Uh, I've certainly seen something in the sky where I thought, well, I don't know what that is. That's or, exactly the definition of a UFO. <laughs> exactly the definition. Or, or maybe um, I've seen something in the sky and thought, oh, it's just a plane or it's just whatever, and, or a balloon or something. And Yes, maybe you've um, seen a UFO and misidentified it. Like, like ghosts. You, know, you pass someone in the street and not realise, oh, actually, there's a ghost. I'd, I do that all the time. Not not realise. Not realising people are actually <laughs> not, ghosts. Not, not okay. realising who I'm passing in the street. Um, right, well, we're hearing it in here, folks, for the first time. It's a bit of a revelation. We're finding out far more about Neil than we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we realised. I will be calling people to help him after the podcast. Hmm. Um, <laughs> not saying ghosts aren't real um, at all. Hmm. <laughs> but no, I... Yeah... Uh, so this is when he first becomes aware, but it's it strikes me as interesting. So I'm a I'm a filmmaker. Hmm. You're an actor. Well, we're both actors, but you know, you're an actor as well, Neil. Um, hmm. Having our photos taken is kind of stock in trade, isn't it? Yes, we do it for money. Um, and in my case, taking photos of others uh with their permission with their knowledge uh and, and videos and sometimes <laughs> with their payment sometimes yeah. i pay them depends um mm. but we're not going down that route that's not what i meant yeah. <laughs> um but yeah um but he stan seems to have a camera like going back and predating when everyone had a camera on their phone video on their Mm. phone um he seemed to have a camera or video camera in particular handy at some odd times Um, very convenient times very convenient times but uh, that doesn't really arouse my suspicions if he'd i mean uh, presumably there are lots of lots of UFO sightings where he didn't have anything to hand or, or or extraterrestrial sightings and so he just got in the habit of putting cameras up around his home and around his yard or just having one with him in the car you know maybe like, like a journalist a photojournalist would always have a camera with them wouldn't they whether they're professional or amateur well the, yeah a photojournalist absolutely because they've got just cause but he's not a photojournalist oh. I, I don't know what he is. I mean, if I thought that that um, extraterrestrials were contacting me because they had some special knowledge for me or, or whatever, um, I don't think I'd be making it my priority to, to film them and try and convince other people. I'd be wanting to find out, well, what is it you come to talk to me about? Because mm. if I go and talk to other people about this, they're just going to think I'm nuts. Yeah, um, there's 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 that and there's other things that we'll come on to later but starting with the ufo sightings and and the certainly the photos and video footage of a lot of ufos yeah it's not a small amount and some of them do seem otherworldly some of them i think could be quite easily explained um in one particular um, video session there's a triangular uh, craft um well you'll remember when we spoke to 
Mm. Barry, the aeronautical engineer, uh, and he showed us some photos of craft he was working on. Very triangular in shape. Um, yeah, um, and for the for the purpose of um, well, but having a very low radar, very yes. low radar image. Um, the, the, they, for instance, they don't have a tail plane because well, that, that poses a nice flat surface. They're very narrow, very thin for that reason. But the, I think the triangular shape is just the way they are. Um, but we, we, we've also, I think, we previously discussed something called the Robertson panel, and there was this idea that when um, when the US was developing new types of new types of aircraft in remote places. Um, after the Second World War, when they, they the Operation Paperclip, they, they're getting getting to grips with the Nazi technology because Nazi weapons technology and, and aero technology was was the most advanced in the Second World War. Just goes to show technology alone won't win you a war. Um, but um, they put out these stories that, um, that of UFO sightings to cover up these experimental aircraft that they were testing. And with with the view that anyone who claims to have seen one could then be dismissed as a nut job, and and utterly discredited. And well, that's it. Yeah. And you know, it, it's yeah. certainly quite possible that maybe he just happened to live close to somewhere where there was a lot of experimental aircraft. It could be. I mean, that that triangle. I mean, in that photo, it could easily have, it could have been a kite. Uh, possibly, but there, there were a lot of photos, so hmm. there's certainly something strange going on. Um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's good to maintain a healthy scepticism, and and yeah, when someone shows you a photo of something allegedly uh, alleging to be a UFO or an extraterrestrial, yeah, you've got to think, well, yeah, I could have faked this, or could I have faked this, or w w what is it about this that that makes it so compelling? Hmm. And and I think when you've got someone like Romanek with, please feel Stan, feel please feel free to get in touch to put us right. When you've got this massive body of evidence, um, as I said, if if it turns out you faked any of it, then that that discredits it all. Yes, it does. Yeah, because you're then proven to be a liar. People will assume you have lied about everything, whether you have yeah. or haven't. Is it becomes irrelevant. Yeah. And, and of course, there will be people who are out there who are determined to just show that, yeah, they could have reproduced that. And 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 that that's the problem I have with with a lot of Roman X footage is that I'm not saying it's faked, but it easily could have been to get that same image. Well, we uh, we came up with the phrase last week, didn't we? Fakeable. Fakeable, yeah, fakeable, and. As we talked about with with the, the alleged boo video, he he made all sorts of claims that a you know a, a video maker claimed that it would have cost fifty thousand dollars to to recreate that video. And, and, uh, that that is a false claim. Now that could have been yeah. somebody misleading him, of course, playing yeah. devil's advocate here. Could be. I'll, I'll tell you something else. I recognise. Um, you know the mysterious voice on the telephone with mm. the the the. the the English accent. Oh, the electronic the, the, voice that's clearly a computer speaking. Voice. I recognise that voice um, from when I once played a prank on my stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. Because did you know, if you've got a digital landline phone, you can send a text to that number mm. and a digital voice will read it out. So I sent, I knew my daughter was home alone. So I just, 
um, I don't know what people are going to think of me for this. So I sent a text to the home phone. So Jade would have heard the phone ring. She would have picked it up and heard, you have one new message. Message. I am coming to kill you. <laughs> it was getting near Halloween. So. Oh, Neil. But she loves that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that voice. It was exactly that voice. Yes. Yes, that was um, that I can certainly see. And and I, I mean, I know he. I did, mean, we, we, was, we've it, jumped it, a little bit from photos of UFOs to suddenly much much later in the <laughs> in the progression with the. We have yeah. I mean, I I know that he had a conversation with um, with someone. It was it wasn't just a recorded message. Sorry, just but yeah, it, I can imagine you could easily achieve the same effect as a computer just typing in your answers, and it would it would yes. and when you hit return, it, it the voice well, does it. You and I know we, we've done um, self tapes, which is a type of audition uh, hmm. that you do on video for forecasting directors without having to see them in person. Uh, yeah, when you have somebody else's lines to do, there there are ways and means. I I record my own lines and. So it sounds like I'm saying them to myself, but you know, right? Um, th- and we get each other to do it, don't we? I'll, I'll say, I'll say, Steve, can you record we these do. lines for me, and I'll, I'll just edit them into my video. So we've done down. that before. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so that. So to 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 clarify for the listeners who are probably wondering what the hell we're talking about with these phone calls. Um, so over over a period of years, I believe, uh, Stan mm. and his family received phone calls. Uh, from someone referring to him as Starseed and saying things like it is time and um, you know you need to prepare yourself and yeah what what I'm thinking about that that name Starseed is that a reference to his allegedly having fathered human alien hybrid offspring well, that would be uh, one interpretation. Another interpretation might be that he himself was um, was fathered from some alien race. Hmm. That he himself is part alien, um, which seems to be kind of the the unfolding story there. Uh, hmm. it certainly, seemed to me. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah. Um, and, and these are the parts of the documentary where he gets quite emotional when he, he talks about the girl, the girl holding his leg, the, daddy, the girl saying, please don't leave us, Daddy. Yes, there seems to be seven... So we, we've jumped again um, so from the <laughs> so, phone calls. Uh, so to explain to our listeners what we're talking about here, because we're, we're assuming they haven't seen the documentary. We have to assume we that. We have yes. to assume that. Um so, at at one point, so we've got photos of UFOs. Uh, he also claims to have received phone calls mm-hmm. uh, from some unknown person or persons. Uh, some of the phone calls he's received are people referring to him as Daddy um, and mm-hmm. claiming to be calling from a long way away. Um, and he also claims to have been abducted numerous times and mm. under hypnotic regression uh, claims to have seen a number of children I believe there's seven children in question in total uh, who he it seems he has 
fathered or sort of been involved with procreating. Mm. Um, now, there's there's some other interesting aspects to the abduction side of things, uh, because it's not just Stan himself that is involved in all this. Uh, there is the woman Victoria Albright, who is regularly abducted along with him. Yes, uh, and indeed, he would talk about her as as being this this sort of woman he'd he'd repeatedly. Yeah, be the, that would be there on his abductions. Oh. Um, and then he met in real life. Which gave his wife Suddenly. some cause for disquiet. Well, the fact that they uh. had a shared bond and would talk about things privately an awful lot. Um, oh. And indeed, if they have parented children together, oh. yeah, I can understand why his wife might be um, a bit pissed off. Now, there, there was one abduction when when Stan um, came to after after the abduction dressed in women's clothing which he believes is Victoria Albright's clothing I think it was a a Winsett night <laughs> nothing sexy it was a Winsett nightgown oh I've, like I've that. missed that one uh, yeah one, one of his abductions he was as I suppose the aliens don't really the, the extraterrestrials don't know or care much about what we regard as appropriate clothing for, for different genders um, okay. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not. That, um, I, I was just totally unaware of that. Because there, there was one part where someone suggested that the that the garment that he was found wearing should have been. Um, yeah. Oh no! A, another suspected adoptee called Betty Hill. Um, oh, we talked when, about oh, Betty and Barney Hill on our yeah, first episode. That's it. He 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 came to suspect that it was actually her her gown. Um, uh, Rome. Uh, he he was asked if it had been tested for Hill's DNA, and Romanek claimed that it was it hadn't been because the test was too expensive. But, okay, but, <laughs> fair enough. You know, we're, we're cash-strapped actors. We understand not doing yeah. something because it's expensive. Yeah, but um, it was the 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 spate of UFO sightings in his area. Um, was actually sparked and and there was suddenly an awful lot of them um, because th- there was a movie made about Barney and Betty Hill, wasn't mm-hmm. there? And um, uh, shortly after that was was broadcast, suddenly the the rate of UFO sightings went through the roof. That always happens with uh, with any uh, certainly large scale movie. You know, movies like Communion mm. that we've talked about in the past. Um, it always does prompt a a a surge in mm. people claiming these stories there's two sides to that one is yes it's going to be atten- you know there is going to be an element of attention seekers out there who mm. just you know want the attention obviously uh, but there is also another side to it that it may also be people who Having seen it on the big street, it's like, God, it's not just me then. Hmm. And that gives them the confidence to talk about their experiences where they didn't have it before, where they thought felt isolated before and or, wouldn't or talk about be. it as yeah, a result. Someone, someone who might have seen some orb in the sky that they, they couldn't explain previously, they would have just thought, oh, I wonder what that is. And then you know, probably a balloon or something and forgotten about it. 
but then after having watched the movie about Barney and Betty Hill, decided, oh, oh actually, this is something I need to report. Yeah, in, be in, in the of same that as way, well. you know, if you've worked for a large company, um, there will be far more fire alarms after everyone's had their annual fire safety training because suddenly you know, people are sensitized towards it and someone burns the toast in the little kitchen and yeah someone rings the fire because they've been told by the fire officer don't don't wait to investigate if you smell smoke press the fire alarm yes yes so just because there is a surge in in claims uh of of sightings of experiences i wouldn't automatically discount them all as oh it's because they've seen the move i mean yeah, it might be triggered mm. by them seeing the movie, but um, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're false. Doesn't mean they're false. No, it just means they're more likely to report them. That's yeah. that's yeah. Now, but it could be. <laughs> Stan Stan's had. I mean, he, he's had all sorts of other experiences as well. Um, I mean, you mm. mentioned about orbs just now. Um, he mm. has strong video footage of orbs in his garden in his living room it's got video footage of a strange shadowy effect uh which i is particularly oh creepy. the shadow being the one that passes between he's talking to his wife and suddenly this shadowy figure moves between them yeah that's quite that's quite that that, that put my put, put my, my spine tingle or the photo uh, of the one where the shadow being appears to be holding a remote control yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's creepy. It's definitely creepy. Um, but of course, all these are shadows and videos, and we do know that such footage can be faked. But there is physical evidence of something happening to him as well. Uh, in particular, mm. the number of wounds that he has uh, sustained following abduction claims. Hmm. Uh, Wounds that glow under a bl- black light. Ah, oh, now there was something. There was something about that, about the the wound that he claimed showed up under a black light. Mm. That's it. Now th- there was a, an injury he received, a more mundane injury, where he fell off a ladder. Right. And he and he as he as he fell, he landed on a wheelbarrow full of rubble and and twisted it, made it. Injured his knee quite badly. Oh, yes, uh, yes, his knee injury. Um, yeah, and he went to the doctors. This was right. on a Friday, and the doctor said, well, um, you're going to have to have surgery to fix that. Yep. And w- he was booked in for the following Wednesday, which meant he'd have to live through the weekend without it. And then he had some experience. This well, is where the be, extraterrestrial be, was... Just to, just to start you there, before he had that experience, he had a knee brace fitted and a cast. Yes, so, it, so and, prior and to the prepared. surgery, because that's important to the story. <laughs> Preparing, yes, it yeah. is important to the story. It's more than I thought. Um, this is when the extraterrestrials came to the door, isn't it? And uh, his his wife opened the door, and he sort of hobbled uh, up behind her, saying, "Don't open the door because they're going to come in and rob us, whoever they are." And realised that his wife was in some kind of trance, um, just gazing at the ceiling, and then he he collapsed. Um, and then when he woke up, um, his leg was better. The the the, the brace um, that, that was on it had disappeared. Um, the the swelling had gone. Um, the, they eventually found the brace sort of all melted and scattered all around his uh, you know, where, near where he lived. 
Um, and he called the doctor, I think on the, on the Monday, and said, I, I don't need this surgery anymore. And she said, well, yeah, I understand how you're nervous about it, but if you don't have this surgery, you'll be crippled for life, basically. You'll never walk on that knee again. Um, and he said, well, no, I've, I don't know how to explain this, but it's all better now. And she said, well, I don't believe you. And she said, I'm, I'm not at my surgery at the moment, but I can refer you to my, my colleague in the emergency room who does his own assessment. And, mm. and they did. And they, in, in, the, in the documentary, what, what, what he had was what looked like a line of insect bites, about five little bites down, his, down the back of his... There isn't a name for it, is there? The back of your knee, but along that area. Oh, now there, there, uh, there is a specific name for it, in fact, and I've forgotten what it is. It's a really obscure name, though. Mm. Yeah. But 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 later in a, in a two thousand in two thousand nine on an interview on ABC Primetime, Romanek said he had physical evidence of his abduction experiences by way of this alien implant in his leg, but um, but when a medical test was requested. Romanek said it had disappeared. Okay, which isn't which isn't a good way to maintain your credibility. It's it's not. However, so so just to be clear, I think you've conflated two different stories. There. There's the one where aliens allegedly came and visited him and Lisa, hmm. his wife, at the door, um, and communicated with him psychically, hmm. um, and the one where his knee. Um, was repaired uh no he went to bed as normal that night oh did he okay uh, lisa woke up by some for some reason he wasn't there she couldn't find him um and then eventually she found him sort of standing in the living room mm. uh there was another of these circular um almost like scorch marks in the in the grass outside she called him over to the window to look at it and he he, he just walked straight over oh that's right yeah. and she says well uh don't you notice anything he's like well yeah there's a fucking great circle in the ground. She's like, no 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 you're, you're you're walking fine you've not your cast is gone and they, they actually couldn't find the brace or the cast initially um but yes but explaining away so it, it does all sound a bit strange and yes such wounds they are in a straight line uh they actually now this is not me suggesting this is what it is it is simply an observation but they look to me like when i have seen self-inflicted cigarette burns on people. okay that's like sort of blistering yellow yep. pus um, in a in a small circle hmm. um, that is what they put me in mind of very I've much seen what, have, have you heard of that trick it's, it's an army trick but basically you take a a, 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 a 10 pound note or a, a dollar bill or something something yeah you know, a 50 dollar bill or something, something of value and you wrap it tightly on someone's hand so that the, the the material is pressed tight to the skin and you say to them, if you can burn a hole through that with a cigarette, you can have it. Yeah, it's got a, the, the higher the value, the note, mm. the better. So they will be there burning this note that's pressed plat hard to their skin, burning that with a cigarette, trying to burn a hole in it. And you can't because the fluids will rise up from your 
your your skin to, to protect your skin mm. they'll actually protect the bill so what you'll get is a massive blister on your hand mm. <laughs> the bill's unharmed um <laughs> That's uh, one, one of those little tricks they play on 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 uh, raw recruits in the military. Wow! I, I always knew there was a reason I didn't want to join. Uh, <laughs> okay, my goodness. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so I know what one of those burns looks right. like. Right. Um, so it, it, there's that, but it doesn't explain how the knee was suddenly healed. It doesn't. No. That is a big big mystery um and that hmm. those aren't the only occasions of wounds that he's had as well um there have been many cases of of uh similar types of wounds quite often in triangular shapes or like three hmm. dots together in an equilateral shape uh bruises um nosebleeds unexpectedly all kinds of different things that um, have come from him uh, allegedly being abducted. Yeah, and, and I did wonder, is, is that caused because he, he travels in a craft that his body really isn't designed to... to um, for uh, He sustains injuries? Or is it that when, when they drop him off, it's kind of mafia style, you know, and they sort of drive past and push you out the door and you roll into the gutter, that, that kind of... It's hard, to, home. it's hard to say, but as the majority of wounds are in a specific pattern it, it does look more like medical sort of incisions mm. and um medical wounds rather than uh, but there are times where you see pictures where he just looks beaten up yes but there, there are times he has been beaten up of course yeah, just... by people uh randomly coming up and just you know you need to keep your mouth shut about all this alien stuff people mm. he doesn't know yeah there's been cases of that uh, alleged men in black type situations yeah but do you know what we've hit that time uh, I mean we, we've not even though we've not covered everything on a two parter uh, about STEM have we really hit that time goodness me perhaps you'll come back to him at a later time or um... so let's let's summarise uh, where we are with Stan Romanek, do you want to do you want to go first? What you? What I think is is there's an awful lot of evidence. Um, some of it very very compelling. There, there was one that I wanted to mention. We didn't have time to. When he wrote out something called the Drake Equation, yes, which which describes um, how you travel beyond the speed of light. Uh, um, um, sorry, just to say, just to be clear on that, the Drake Equation is to calculate the likelihood of. Uh, intelligent life contacting us. Oh, is it? Yes, okay. that's the Drake equation. He's done a number of equations. The Drake equation was one of them. Uh, calculating uh, Alcubierre's warp equations were another oh, that's a one. Formula, formula used to estimate the number of communicative extraterrestrial civilizations in our galaxy. Allegedly, he wrote this out under hypnosis. Now, to give you... Someone has suggested... Um, someone called Joe Nickel from the Centre for Inquiry suggested the equation was done through simple memorisation. But to memorise something like that, imagine going into a, a university lecture hall 
where there's been a, a physics professor has just been putting a massively complicated equation across three blackboards. You know, the, the, it's just just a mass of figures, the kinds of things you see in in science labs in in movies. It's that. It's a vast equation. Oh, it, Al Alcubierre's equation. You're talking. Sorry? Not not the Drake equation. Drake equations relatively simple so it's got, there, there was, yeah it's got five there was elements one he wrote to a, it there, there was huge it was a huge equation uh, that, that would be the alcubier yeah um is that the speed of light yes i'm getting i'm getting very mixed up thanks for for bailing me out again Steve. <laughs> um yeah so there's a lot of stuff uh, as I, uh, I'm, I'm i'm still sticking with this idea that yeah he's got so much stuff so much of it easily fakeable um and and so much not um, it, it, as I say, if if he was stupid enough to, I'm not saying you're stupid, Stan. If you're listening, um, if you were stupid enough to fake something and then get caught in a fake, that discredits everything else. That's absolutely yeah. true. But so, do you believe what he's saying then? Um, it's 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 hard to know. I mean. It, why would he be saying it if he if it wasn't true? Unless he really is just a sensation seeker. He's just making decided to make a living out of it. His wife believes him one hundred percent, but you know she could be in on it too. Um, I, I I say I I just I just don't know. I'll, I'll keep an open mind. You know I'm not going to say no. It's all bollocks. I, I certainly you know the idea that we're visited by extraterrestrials that they they want to convene with us. I'm perfectly accepting of that idea. Um, you know, it's, it's, there, there are more pla habitable planets in in the universe than there are grains of sand on Earth. I've, I've mm. read somewhere. Um, so true. Yeah. Um, so I, I, with Stan Roman, I, I just don't know. I'd love him to come on the program if he was ever ever able to listen to this. That would be absolutely fantastic, us. and certainly I would have so many questions for him because. I mean, like you, I, I keep an open mind. I'm a great believer that the mind's like a parachute. If it's not open, mm. it's not going to do shit. Um, mm. so it's certainly <laughs> not going to work. Um, so, or, or as the band Magazine once sang, my mind is so open that anything can crawl <laughs> right in. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so... There are, I mean, as you rightly say, there are some very compelling, very intriguing elements to to his story. Um, some really, yeah, some stuff that is very hard to explain away. Hmm. But there are also some elements that seem very, very tricky to me. I'm not thinking so much about the videos, I'm thinking about some of the photographic evidence of alleged extraterrestrials mm. look to me to be I'll be blood fake. Um, mm. And there's one in particular where he's at a like he's in his garden and he takes a photo and he inadvertently catches one of these these young girls hiding behind the decking and you see a sort of mm. that looked to me very much like when you artificially implant a photo into yeah. into a either video or photograph uh, using a technique called masking um it looked fake it looked very fake and 
not saying anything about the uh, the aliens themselves in his um, sort of peeping Tom and, and Boo videos you mentioned this last week in fact um, and to quote my favourite movie Galaxy Quest it doesn't take a good actor to spot a bad one and it mm. really does look to me like bad acting on his part yeah. Uh I'm of the belief, I'm going to stick a stake in the ground about what I believe, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I believe he is someone who has had otherworldly experiences, but either for attention or capitalisation or possibly even mental health issues. I'm, I'm not suggesting that, I'm just speculating about possible causes. For some reason... I believe he has expanded on them with inventions of his own. Mm. I, I can't uh, disagree with that. No, that that's what I believe. Now, I'm like I say, I'm happy to be proven wrong. And Stan, yeah, if you listen to this, do get in touch. Uh, we would love to interview you on the show, uh, give you the opportunity to say what you think and, and answer questions that, that we might have. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe I, I'm quite happy to admit if I've got it all wrong. <laughs> hmm. uh, but yeah, that's that's how it looks. Having watched the documentary on Amazon Prime, and, and again for our listeners, that's extraordinary. The Stan Romanek story. Uh, it's available here in the UK on Amazon Prime Video. Um, don't know where you'd find it in the US or anywhere else. Nope. But uh, yeah. Uh, but it's a freebie in the UK. Yeah, uh, worth looking out for. Worth looking out for and watching and uh, and deciding for yourself. And once you do, you know what to do. Jump on Facebook. Jump on Twitter. Jump on our website. Message us. Let us know what you think about Stan Romanek's story. That's what we're really, really keen to hear. Um, is your view on these things? Isn't it, Neil? Absolutely, it is. 100%. We live for your feedback. So anyway, that's what we think of Stan Romanek's story. Don't forget to join us next time, though, when we will be discussing the Thule Society. Or Tula. Tula. Where where you come from. Uh, Neil is the linguist. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think we do pronounce it Thule, uh, because there are Thule products. There's a company called Thule. Is there? They make, um, they make roof racks for cars. Yeah. Oh, right. I wonder if they'll be uh, coming into our discussions <laughs> next week. Then. Uh, I'll look forward to hearing about that. Uh, but yes, we will be discussing the Fuel or Tula Society. Uh, in the meantime, keep watching those documentaries and the skies. And feeding back to us. Let us yes. know what you think. Oh, yes, absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Take care for now. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com.